you don't deserve the good stuff. The good stuff must be for other people. The good stuff must be for a special occasion. But it's not for you and it's not for today. All right, this is Confidently She. I am Rebecca Biggie. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode. I am hyped. I am hyped to talk about this topic. It is, oh, baby babes, I have been there so many times. Like, this is where I used to live. I lived here, I owned property. I had a garden, like I I was set up and camped out. And I am so glad that I decided to pick up and move because I used to feel guilty for spending money on myself all the time. Like I'm talking anytime money left my bank account, I was like, "Ooh, I shouldn't have done that. Ooh, I shouldn't have done that. It was bad. And if you are in this place, it, it's for a few different reasons, and we'll obviously get into that in, in the, the content of this episode. But before we get started, refill your water bottle. Let's get some hydration going. How are you doing with that today? Um, my 40-ounce water bottle is gone, and it's not even 2 p.m., so I'm feeling good. I'm feeling hydrated. I'm feeling happy. My body has what it needs to survive and thrive for the rest of the day, and I want to make sure that you, my queen, are on your way to the same place. So get a full glass of water. You're going to want to be hydrated for this. Let's dive into this episode about feeling guilty for spending money on yourself. Why would we feel like this? Let's start from the beginning. Let's understand where these ideas are coming from before coming up with some solutions for not feeling guilty for spending money on yourself and actually learning to boldly invest in yourself and enjoy the fact that you can buy things that you like and and all of the the fun things that life and money and being an adult has to offer. So, I'll speak from my experience. I grew up very poor. My family was a big family. We grew up below the poverty line. My dad was starting a business and barely made any money for the first I don't even know how long. It was uh pretty lean pretty lean in the biggie house. And so I was just very aware of the fact that we didn't have money. Like we couldn't buy things that my friends had. We couldn't, we didn't do the same types of things that our neighbors did. And and it was always like, why do we not do it this way? Or why do we never get to go to the movies or things like that? And I, I realized it was because we didn't have money. And and so because of that conditioning, because of that uh, environment that I was in growing up, once I started to make my own money, I wanted to save my money. I wanted to save my money. I wanted to feel like I was in control and that I was safe. And the way that I found safety was through having money. And it got to a point 
where so my eventually my dad's business took off and and we were um upper middle class and we started going on vacations. We started to be able to go out to eat. Uh, we still really never went to movies as a family. I think my dad just thought that was like a ridiculous waste of money. Um, I mean, seven people going to a movie is going to be like $200 uh, when he can just buy the movie for $25 and then it's fine. He was very like, uh, he, he didn't understand the experience factor, the entertainment factor. He was more of like, well, we could just buy the movie and whatever. Um but we started to go on vacation. We started to to do some of these things. And what my dad did was he would give all of us kids a certain amount of spending money for the trip. So it would be like 50 bucks. OK, so we all get $50 to spend you know, because we would be out somewhere and we would be like, oh, dad, can I buy this? Oh, dad, can I buy that? And rather than making individual decisions all the time about who gets what and what's appropriate and whatever, he's like, okay, guys, you just take the $50 a piece and then don't ask me <laughs> about it anymore. Like, it's up to you. You decide what you spend the money on. And, you know, some people would spend all of their money in the first couple days. Some people, you know, would save some for the way back. I would come home from the trip with $50 still. I would not have spent any money. Or maybe, <laughs> my, my parents joke, Rebecca came back with more money. <laughs> she, she was given $50 and turned it into 65 because she loaned some to her, her siblings and they had to pay her back plus interest. Like that's the joke, that's like the family joke that it's like Rebecca doesn't spend money, she makes money. Um, and for a long time, I, I was like, yeah, that's the right way to do it. Like, that's what I have to do. I want to be responsible. I don't want to spend money frivolously on stupid stuff that's going to break or candy that's going to you know, be gone in an hour. I want everything to last. I want everything to last. And what that did was it, it created a, a scarcity mindset. And I know that's like a super like spiritual buzzword and I I kind of cringe when I have to say that too but it's basically just the belief that like this is all the money that I can get this will not be replaced if I spend this it's gone forever and I'll never get more and when we live in a world that is I don't want to, I don't even want to say abundant because it's just so much of like an eye roll like oh god but when we live in a world that I will say is regenerating okay like the if you look outside to nature, nature grows, it expands, it regenerates. You know, my plants out on the balcony, when I clip off a piece of that plant and put it into the dirt, it grows on its own. Like there is a life force in the world. I am a person with a life force in me and I have the ability now as an adult to earn money and to make money and to, to expand, okay? Call it what you want. But that is the reality that we live in. But when I was a child, the only way that I could get money is if someone gave it to me without working for it. And that really never happened. It never happened unless we were on vacation. Like that's that's it. We didn't get to have like fun things, you know, like the way in the way that, you know, my friends got to. So spending money on myself was very difficult. Spending money on something that I wanted versus something that I needed was very difficult as I started to have a job, as I started to save up my money 
I just wanted to save money and never spend it. But eventually I became an adult with a full-time job, you know, gainfully employed. I made a lot more money than than I uh, needed to spend on my rent, on everything, whatever. So I, I had this money and yet I was still spending money like I was broke. I was still like forcing myself to wear clothes that I didn't like anymore or that didn't really fit me or that had holes in them or whatever that I could easily afford to get something else. But I didn't because I felt like I didn't deserve it. I felt like I had to somehow earn the right to be able to get new clothes. Whenever I got a fancy like fancy body lotion or fancy nail polish, I would only use the crappy stuff that I already had. I would use that until it's gone. And then I would use the fancy stuff. I would never, I would never use the good candle. I would never use the good lotion or the good shampoo. I would always buy the cheap skincare products, the cheap makeup, like I would always feel bad spending more money than I absolutely had to on any type of products. And what that does is it sends a subliminal message through your spending habits to your body that you don't deserve the good stuff. You don't deserve the good stuff. The good stuff must be for other people. The good stuff must be for a special occasion. But it's not for you and it's not for today. And what would happen as a result of that is the good stuff would go bad. By the time I got around to using that lotion, it smelled funky. It had been expired for a year and a half. I never wore the good chapstick, the, the fancy chapstick, because I didn't want to run out of it. And then by the time I did use it, it was all melted and I had to throw it away. So I realized I'm not actually getting benefit from these nice things that I do have. Also, uh, with, with different perfumes, right? I would only wear perfume that was given to me. I didn't go out and buy a perfume that I liked. I wore the perfume that was given to me. And when I would go out to buy a perfume, I would always get the cheap one. I would get the least expensive one, not the one that I really wanted. Even though the one that I really wanted was like $20 more than the one that I bought. It didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. And so what that did over time, like I said, was it gave me the message that like, Rebecca, you're not worth getting the things that you want. You have to settle for what is available. You have to settle for what is available, for what is cheapest, for what's practical. You have to use what you have until it's gone and then use something else. And I'm not saying that you should be wasteful. I'm not saying that you should be materialistic and just like use things to fill a void in your life. But what I am saying is that you deserve to have the things that you want. You have permission as an autonomous employed adult to buy the things that you actually want. And when I started doing that, my relationship with my body got so much better. I started having so much fun 
living in my body because I have Chanel perfume now. That's the perfume that I get. Chanel number five, Eau Premiere is the perfume that I wear. It's like $125. It's not even that expensive. Like if you really think about it, it lasts for like uh, a year and a half. If you divide that out by every single month, that's nothing. Like, come on, it's not expensive. But before I would be like, oh my God, that's so expensive. $100 for perfume. Like I can't, I can't spend more than $100 on perfume. Like, yes, you can. And what ended up happening before was I would buy a $30 perfume, a $60 perfume, a $40 perfume, a $50 perfume. I didn't like any of them, but guess how much money I ended up spending? $200. (laughs) So it's about quality over quantity. When you actually get the thing that you want, you stop spending little bits and pieces here and there on all the stuff you don't actually like. Okay? Same with clothing. I was like, I've had some of these clothes since high school. I've had these pants since college. I don't like them anymore. I want new pants. And I don't want to go thrifting for them. I don't want to go to TJ Maxx. I don't want to find the cheap version. I want the thing that I want. Because what would end up happening? I would go to TJ Maxx. I would get seven different shirts I would spend $250. None of them were really what I wanted. And if I would have just bought the $70 shirt that I wanted originally, I would have only spent $70 and I would have loved it. So that's what I had to learn is that this underlying belief, the reason why you feel guilty for spending money on yourself is because you think that you don't deserve to have the things that you want but you do deserve to have the things that you want. The other thing that was really easy for me, I'm very generous. I'm a very generous person. I'm a generous friend. I'm a generous partner. I love spending money on the people in my life. I have no problem justifying spending $500 on a really great wedding present for a friend of mine. I'm like, yeah, like he's going to love this. This is just going to bless him. Like I I care about this person and I want to bless them. So I'm going to spend this much money. It's just money. Like who cares? Like it's my friend. I love this person. But when we think about spending money on ourselves, do we have that same mentality? I just want to bless Rebecca. Like I I love her. She has worked so hard. Like I just want to surprise her with this thing that I know she's going to love. I know that she's been looking at it for a long time and I just want to do this fun thing for her. My queen, especially when you are single, girl, who do you think is going to spoil you? Who do you think is going to give you the things that you deserve, the things that you want, the things that you love, the things that are going to make you feel special? Who's going to do that if not you? And if you do that for yourself, you're not going to be tripping over yourself if some guy comes along to do that for you. Some guy comes along, starts buying you things, starts treating you nice, starts surprising you with little gifts. Okay, great. Yeah, that's what he should do. And you aren't starved for that type of love, that type of treatment, because guess what? You're doing it for yourself. You have become accustomed to being taken care of. You 
are in charge of taking care of yourself. And part of that is loving yourself through taking care of your body, buying yourself the things that you like, the things that you need, the things that you want. You are allowed to do that. And when you start doing these things for yourself, investing in yourself, you start showing up differently. Like you you don't show up with this I'm settling mentality. You show up with this I, I, I'm in love with my life mentality. I love the way I smell. I love the way I look. I love my hair because I went to the person who was really good and got a great hairstyle rather than going to great clips and paying $27 for a $27 haircut. Like, it's not about vanity. It's about treating yourself well. Have you ever wanted to know exactly what the next step is for you to feel better about your body? Have you been confused what's really standing in your way because you just can't seem to get past where you are right now? Well, I've felt that way and I've met a lot of women who feel that way and that's why I developed a body confidence quiz. There are eight steps everyone must take in order to go from self-conscious to self-confident in the exact same body because believe it or not, body confidence is not about your body. Body confidence is about expanding your view of yourself and realizing the true purpose of your body. And there are eight steps to discovering this. After you take this very short quiz, you will see exactly which step you are on and a path forward to take the next step towards growing in your confidence and having a healthy, balanced relationship with your body. Because yes, it is possible. (laughs) I've done it. I've helped hundreds of women do it, and you can do it too. So if you want to take the body confidence quiz, find out what your sticking point is in your confidence journey. Go to the link in my Instagram bio at Rebecca Biggie and start the quiz right now. It's okay. You can pause the episode, take the quiz and come back. That's totally fine. Hit the link in my bio, take the body confidence quiz and figure out what your sticking point is so that you can move forward towards a healthy, balanced, confident relationship with your body. These things are available to you in life. Take them. This candle that I have burning right now, I think I spent $40 on this little candle. I love it. When it's gone, I can buy another one. That's how that works. Like, like you can buy another one. When my perfume runs out, I'm going to buy more. That's how it works. Like, you don't have to use it sparingly. You don't have to live your life sparingly. And if you are so quick to spend money on someone else, you got to ask yourself, why don't you love yourself in that same way? I'm all about saving money. I'm, I'm still all about saving money. I have a plan for saving. But in the books that I have read about personal finances, investing, all that stuff, you know the number one thing that they all say to do? Treat yourself. Take 10% of your income every month and blow it on something that makes you feel rich. 
If you want the relationship you have with your body to change, go to bodyconfidencequiz.com, take the free quiz and figure out which step you're on in the body confidence playbook. This is the exact path that I took to become more comfortable in my body, more confident in my body, to enjoy my body more, express myself more, be more connected. It is everything. So if you want the relationship you have with your body to change, go to bodyconfidencequiz.com and get started. That's why I get my jewelry from Tiffany's. That's why I have a Gucci wallet. Or sorry, it's Louis Vuitton. That's why I have a Louis Vuitton wallet and a uh, YSL bag. Like I love that stuff. I love that stuff. I love it. That's part of my 10% of my income, spending it on myself. Because guess who's generating this money? Me, Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca is the one earning this money. So guess who gets to enjoy this money? Me. Like, <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> and I used to, I used to feel so guilty. I used to have such buyer's remorse. Every time I spent money on anything, I was like, oh, I should probably return it. I don't need that. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Sometimes I do get a little carried away. I will say when I was at Tiffany's, I went in to get some earrings and um, that's it. I went in to get two pair of earrings and I ended up getting two pair of earrings and this necklace. And I got home and I was like, you know, I love the earrings, but I think the necklace is a little much. Like that was a little extravagant. I don't need another necklace. I just got this diamond necklace like at the beginning of the year. I don't need another one. So I did go back to return this necklace because I felt like that was a little too much. I got a little, a little ahead of myself. But that's how you find your balance. If you never buy anything for yourself that you love, you're never going to find out like how to truly enjoy your life and how to figure out more of who you are. Because what else I did, okay, I'll tell you all the different little upgrades that I made for my body throughout the past mm, two years, or maybe even just the last year. Upgrades that I made to treat my body well and to just enjoy certain things a little bit more that I that I do every day. So one of the things was um, I got rid of my, what was it, this Burberry perfume that I got from TJ Maxx, like on sale, whatever. I like Burberry, but it just, it I, I didn't want it anymore. I was like, you know what? I, what I really want, I would ask myself this, okay? I would say, okay, Rebecca, I put my hand on my chest, take a little breath, and I say, okay, what would be really fun to have? Like, if you could have something, what would you want? What, what would be like, ooh, I, I really want this? And the first thing for me was, yeah, I would love to have Chanel perfume. Like, if I could be a woman who wears Chanel perfume, that would just be like, I would love it. So then I said, okay, Rebecca, let's find out how much that costs. Like, let's just see how much that would cost, okay? It's like 100 bucks, maybe $200. And I was like, okay, you can do this. Like, this is something that you can have. Let's go to the store. Let's go to Macy's, okay? That's where they have the perfume. You're not going to see if they have it at TJ Maxx. No, you are going to Macy's. 
and you are going to the Chanel counter and you are saying, like you've done this before, (laughs) you know, because you're not going to walk in like you don't belong there. You can go up to the counter and you're going to be like, I would like to uh, try this one. (laughs) You know, just like start somewhere, right? Or you say, what are your new fragrances? I'm looking for a new fragrance. I like something a little woodsy, a little clean, nothing floral, okay? And that's what I did. Smelled around, found one that I loved, bought it on the spot, okay? That's what I did. That's what I started with. So maybe for you, it's something else. Maybe for you, it's makeup. Okay, that's something else that I upgraded. I was like, you know, I keep like trying these different makeups and I don't really like it, but you know what I really want? I want a makeup that is really good for my skin, like really, really healthy, um, you know, cruelty-free, no, none of the bad gunk that they shove in cosmetics. Like if I'm going to invest in something, it's going to be that. This brand, Ilia, I-L-I-A, pretty sure. Uh, that's what I found. That's what I got. I love it. That's what I use now. So little upgrade there. Um, This is going to sound weird. I threw out about half of my underwear (laughs) and I got new underwear. I don't know who needs to hear this, but get like 10 new pair of underwear. Like ladies, (laughs) if we really think about what our underwear goes through, we should be changing that getting getting new ones like like every three months honestly. That's something that you need. It's a small upgrade that you can do. Um, And I found this, I found this service called like under club. And every month they send me a couple pair of underwear. And then I can throw away some of my like nasty underwear that I have had since college. Like if you can look at a pair of underwear and your ex, ex, ex boyfriend saw those, get rid of them. Get rid of any underwear that your ex-ex-boyfriend saw. Like, no, 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 no. Those are crusty, dusty, musty, gross. Get rid of those. That's another way that I upgraded. Like, that's caring for your body, right? Your underwear goes on your body. You are respecting your body by getting new, upgraded, cute, sexy, lacy underwear or whatever it is you're into for your body. That's another thing. So it was the perfume. It was the underwear. I upgraded all of my jewelry. So I stopped wearing jewelry that wasn't um, fine jewelry because I was sick of throwing away jewelry after it got tarnished, all this stuff. So I got 14 karat gold, 18 karat gold, real pearls, real diamonds. And now I'm set. I don't have to get jewelry like for, for years And if some guy comes along, I'm not going to be desperate for him to be like, oh, my God, I have to stay with him because he bought me this earrings and it's so cute and it's so nice. And it's like, no, I've got my stuff. Like, are you a good person? Are you going to treat me well? That's what I'm looking for in a partner. That's the partner that I'm interested in. Not some guy who's going to buy me jewelry. I've got my jewelry. Okay, okay, we're done. Like that. That's not what's going to impress me. So that's a little upgrade. Um, what else did I do? I'm trying to think like head to toe. What did I start doing for my body? Oh, skincare. So I stopped skimping on the skincare. I stopped getting weird off brands that's like $30 for this like face lotion. No, like I want good brands. There's this brand Elemis that I use. Um, you can go and get my code. It's so you go to RebeccaBicky.com forward slash Elemis. 
E-L-E-M-I-S. Um, that's my referral code. Their stuff is great. I also use Fresh Beauty. Um, their their stuff is great too. I started using their their like lip balm. I use their night cream. I use their body lotion now. It's like I started using the good stuff that I had. That's the first step. If you don't want to, if you're not ready to spend the money, that's fine. Use the good stuff that I know you already have in your closet. Use the good stuff that I know you already have in your bathroom that you're waiting for like, oh, I don't No. What are you waiting for? Use it now. Use it today. Use it. (laughs) Or it's going to go bad. That's the thing. Like these things do not have a shelf life of eternity. They will go bad. So you have to use them. What else? So I started getting massages. That was another little upgrade. Oh, my pajamas. So I mean, I would just wear like shorts and a t-shirt to bed. And I realized that when you wear cotton or you have like cotton sheets or cotton uh, pillowcases, that is an absorbing material. So cotton will absorb the oils from your face and from your skin, but that dries out your skin. So I started looking into silk and satin and I got these washable silk pajama sets that are so beautiful, so luxurious. I got two of them from this company, Lunia, and I'm obsessed. I love it. I also got a uh, silk mask. So when I go out in public, you know, and I have my mask, I wear this silk mask from a company called Slip because because I didn't want my face to dry out from wearing the mask all the time. And then I also have a satin pillowcase. So I upgraded my whole like sleep and bedtime thing because I wanted to take care of my body. I want it's like thermal regulating. I don't want to uh, dry out my skin. That's the main thing. And also sidebar, that's how you get wrinkles. That's how you get sleep creases on your face is because you're sleeping on a cotton pillowcase. Don't do that. That's why your hair sucks. <laughs> it's getting like frizzy and everything because you're not you're not having a silk or, or satin pillowcase. So all of these individual things I upgraded over the course of like a year. And because I invested in actual good products that last, I haven't had to buy pajamas in a year. I haven't had to get more perfume since I, you know, it ran out of my Chanel. I just got another one and there you go. When you invest in good stuff, you don't have to keep replacing it. And in the long run, you'll end up saving money. But more than that, it starts building a sense of worth within yourself. Because money is interesting. Money is a tool. Money is, is a message, right? When you spend money on something, that's literally you saying, I value this X amount of money. That is a message to the world and to yourself. I value this X amount. And when you aren't spending any money on yourself, that's the message. I value myself poorly. <laughs> I have a low value on myself. But if you if you start investing in these conscious ways, I'm not saying blow all your money on a Chanel bag and then sit there and be like, 
why am I not having a higher sense of self-worth? No, you have to think about what it is that you're spending money on, why you're doing it, and all these things, little upgrades to, to care for yourself more. I also upgraded my toothbrush. Maybe you saw that on my Instagram stories when I got a Sonic Care toothbrush. It was like $120. You know, that's not expensive. But it cares for my body, for my teeth, for my mouth. I am very, very conscious of my oral hygiene. I love my teeth. I love my mouth. I wanted to be healthy. So I upgraded from this little toothbrush that I got for free from my dentist. Do you see the pattern here? We just use the things we get for free rather than spending money on the things that we know are going to be good for us long term. That's the difference. Okay? That's also the same in personal development. If you just listen to podcasts that are free, and you don't take any additional steps to invest in learning, to invest in growing, to invest time and money and energy into really digging into the relationship with your body, that's the message that you're sending yourself. This is only worth what is free and available. And that's fine in some areas. But if you want to take the next step, if you want to to have your life open up more and to show yourself that you're serious about this, you got to take the next step. You got to do something. I think those are all the practical things that I started doing. And I mean, that's quite a bit to start with, to go on. But if you just think about your body from head to toe, what are some things that you feel like you're settling for? I'm settling for this hairstyle. I'm settling for this makeup. I'm settling for this deodorant. I'm settling for this bra. I upgraded my bras. I got these bras from a company called Pepper, and it's specifically for women with boobs that are like size AAA through C cup. It's for women like me, small chested women. And they're great. I got rid of all the other bras that were like not really fitting me right. Push-up bras to try to make my boobs look bigger than they are. Like, no, we're not doing that anymore. Like, we're not trying to fake it with our body. But when you start doing this, you, you feel so much better about yourself. I'm telling you. Like, humans adapt to the environment that they are in. And if you create a I'm settling environment for your body to live in, that's how you're going to feel in your body. This also relates to the types of food you eat. If you only eat food that is free and available, or you always eat food that is free and available, that's the message you're sending to your body. Like, you only get what's convenient and easy and free. And that's not the message you want to send. Like, not, not the most consistent one. No. The message I want to send to my body is, you get the best. And you may not have the best of everything right now, but I will find a few ways to give you the best body. <laughs> I, I speak to my body because I realize that my body is not me. I am not my body. This is a vessel that I'm living inside of. And I want to give my body the best. Like I said, it's not like I'm going to go out and spend $600 on a Versace bathrobe, even though I really want to. And I looked at it the other day. I'm not going to do that. But do I wear silk pajamas? Yes. 
Do I wear the Chanel perfume? Yes. Do I have the diamond necklace and the Tiffany earrings? Also, yes. But those things happen slowly over time. And if you feel guilty for spending money on yourself, ask yourself why you think that you're never going to have more money. Why do you think that it's never going to be regenerated? Who do you think your money should go to if not yourself? Who should enjoy your money? You're going to die one day. Let me just remind you. You're going to die one day. So if you never allow yourself to enjoy the money that you have, someone else is going to. Obviously, I've said it before, there's a balance. You don't want to be frivolous. You don't want to spend money that you don't have. But girl, you're a grown-ass woman. You're a boss queen. You know you've got money. It is okay to spend it and to enjoy it. That's what it's there for. That is what it is there for. So I hope that this episode was helpful. This this was something that was really big for me for a long time. I never learned to enjoy the money that I had. And guess what? I've got more money now than I ever have in my life. And I spend it well. I enjoy it. I spend it. I save it. But that's because I'm making it. <laughs> I am earning and learning. And And once you start expanding who you are and investing in who you are, the money comes. The money comes. So I hope that you laughed. I hope that you learned something. I hope that you drank some water. And this this was another episode of Confidently She. Thank you for listening. I'm Rebecca Biggie, and I will talk to you soon. Hey, everybody, it's Rebecca. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I want to give an extra special thank you to everyone who has left a rating and review of this show over on iTunes. That means so much to me. So I want to extend a very special thank you. And I will see you again in another episode.